0: two mile an hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma it looks like, like she's making a change Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag now let's see what she takes out oh wow looks like she's pulling out a 15. i don't know looks like she's going with a 30. strong choice she's going to want to use the recommended spf 30 even on a cloudy day and notice how she's using broad spectrum sunscreen and a generous amount too incredible that was a masterful performance That was pretty good, too.
1: Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. 1033 The Goat. Yeah,
2: that's the one. K277TQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. Download the free 1033 The Goat app now. now. You've got mail in the very latest sports news now. Nah.
3: Did he say what I think you said?
2: 103.3 The
4: got The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah,
5: I'm thinking I'm back.
0: Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back.
5: I'm back, baby! I'm back!
6: One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work.
0: Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers,
7: Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana.
8: I feel the need need for speed.
0: It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat.
8: Dave Schultz and Lyndon Burton right here on 1033 The Goat. I am filling in for Dave. For the rest of the show, we have a bunch of great interviews, and we're about to kick it off with the commissioner of the, the SEC. But before we get to that, SEC Media Days are the unofficial beginning of the college football season, and we are here want to say thank you to Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrews, a division of Hub International. For Sponsoring this voyage to SEC Media Days Shout out to them But without further ado Let's get into the interview with Greg Sankey Right here on 103.3 The GOAT
7: Dave Schultz back at SEC Media Days On a Thursday afternoon sports chat 103.3 The GOAT uh, Brought to you by Dwight Andrus Insurance Division of Hub International And Lafayette Roofing We have the commissioner of the SEC Greg Sankey Before I get to Really the meat of what I want to ask you. What was the job when you took it and how has it transformed since you've been in it? Because a lot has happened in a very short period of time.
1: Uh, I've, I've not been asked that question this week, so I have to, <laughs> I have to process. You know, I, I walked in and, and you never know um, what it's really like to be in, in these roles until you're actually sitting in the chair. And I had been very close with Mike Slive. He obviously had done great work, provided great leadership. Um, you know, the second week uh, that I was commissioner, there was a tragic shooting in a church in Charleston, South Carolina. And all of a sudden, uh, an issue uh, about which I'd not given a lot of thought, I'd given some, was on my, my plate, which was um, Confederate battle flag displays in certain state sit- settings. And so we spent um, several days how do we respond? What do we do? And you just learned that being in the chair, you, you never know from moment to moment. Um, What I I knew was out there but hadn't experienced was the amount of time on some of these governmental issues. And I would say of anything that has changed over the last eight plus years is the states deciding that they want to tell us what we may and may not do in the administration of college athletics um, and the amount of time and interest that we're spending in conversation with members of Congress.
7: You can't get Democrats and Republicans to agree on anything. Forget about Georgia and Florida.
1: (laughs) We're working on that. Um, You know, I suggested in my remarks that issues around supporting young people, um, supporting college athletics, which then supports our Olympic development program, providing clarity around some of the changes, uh, that's a nonpartisan set of issues. And and our desire would be to see a nonpartisan approach to these solutions. And today... Uh, Senators Booker, Blumenthal, and Moran introduced a bill, and I think that's an indication that that um, both sides of the aisle can come together to, to identify solutions and strategies.
7: Talking to SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, what do you think is the more difficult issue for, for colleges and, and commissioners and,
1: and athletes to deal with, either the portal or NIL? All of the above. And there, if one had happened... Um, and then another, you would have understood the impact of a particular set of policies or an approach. There would have been some adaptation and then the implementation of something else. The reality when you think pre-COVID and post-COVID, a lot of things happened at once, eligibility extensions, transfer freedom, um, the introduction introduction of name, image and likeness. Now we have states modifying their name, names and likeness laws to reduce any oversight or regulatory authority. Um, all of those are, are challenging for the coaches. And, and I, I think you, you've heard this week that th- there's a, a combination effect. And so I don't think you can separate one out from the other right now as being more or less problematic.
7: And then I don't mind saying I like the guys taking advantage of their situation. Eli McAllister transferred to Auburn. He's working on his Ph.D. He is absolutely taking advantage of being a student athlete.
1: Oh, there are, there are great stories all around. In fact, I think there, there are certainly problems. We're seeing, we're seeing um, a, a situation, for example, at Northwestern University. I don't know the facts. It's troubling. It draws a great deal of attention. But we have graduates with graduate patches on their uniforms, um, here we honor them in, in some of our photo, photo rooms. We have young men who can finish a degree in about three years when they're part of summer school, go on and pursue a master's degree. Um, it's, not, you know, it's not an isolated incident when somebody is a student athlete beginning some of their, their, their PhD work. That's a special person. But I've heard those stories several times. And, and what we're trying to do in college and in college athletics, is help young people move from adolescence to adulthood and prepare themselves for life. And I think one of the concerns we have to be attentive to is the amount of movement um, does not support healthy educational outcomes. So transferring is that reference to movement. Transferring repeatedly uh, reduces one's chance of graduation. You lose credits when you transfer from university to university. Um, and the focus on just the economic pursuits can, can really skew one uh, one's attitudes and perspective for what might be. You know, you could have a very lucrative college experience, uh, but then not have a professional athletics experience. And you're right back to the ground floor. And, and we want a society where people are motivated to learn, uh, to grow, to take opportunities where they can make a contribution to society. That may be an entry-level role and then grow and lead through that. Uh, opportunity into different pursuits. Talking to SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey on a Thursday afternoon sports chat. Speaking of degrees,
7: uh, myself, a SUNY Oswego grad. Greg, a SUNY Cortland uh, undergraduate degree and Syracuse University master's degree. I'm a Syracuse uh, native, so a couple of Yankees, so to speak, now living in the the South. Although someone's got a lake house on Otisco Lake and one's got a lake house on Skinny Atlas Lake. Um, Let's talk about the eight, nine game schedule. Obviously, the eight game schedule has been very good for the SEC. They've won a bunch of national championships over the last two decades. Why is it necessary to go to a nine game schedule or is it?
1: We're going to be confronted with really significant what I call games of passion, these special games that are historic and iconic between our teams, some that have been played every year for decades and decades and decades, others which will be restored when we expand. With an eight-game schedule on an annual basis, we can accommodate one of those types of games. But we have the majority of our schools that have two or three of those real, real heightened, passionate games that their fan base wants to see. And so to have a a rotation of balance where we see teams with frequency, um, where we have equity in our scheduling, if nine games provides three annual opponents and allows us to essentially accommodate all of those key, real high-level rivalries. Um, we saw after our Destin meeting, when we announced a kind of a collective sigh, like, oh, they're, they're there. And then two weeks later, when we actually announced the schedule, people were like, wow. And I, I think you saw the level of rigor, just the level of visibility, the special nature of all the programs involved. And uh, we'll re-engage that conversation here shortly. I uh, need to bring it to conclusion, certainly for 25, but hopefully can make a longer-term decision uh, in the near future.
7: Gainesville, there may have been a couple wow, wow's based on what their schedule is going to uh, going to be like. We're talking with Greg Sankey, uh, SEC Commissioner. When it comes to media rights, I always think someone's going to run out of money, and then here comes Amazon, here comes Apple, here comes Netflix. Uh, it just doesn't seem like there is an en- there is an endless supply uh, to try and and maximize the exposure for the SEC network or whomever it may be outside of the Pac-12 can't seem to get it together.
1: The realities are the the media world's changing. Uh, we have an increase in broadcast TV households, a decrease in satellite and cable TV households, and the emergence of new technology to deliver content. Uh, the question is how do you monetize and derive revenue from that? And we're secure in in our contracts, but we're always attentive to how we might innovate and grow the opportunity to deliver. So you just take something simple like our football schedule announcement, we created a viewing opportunity. We created a program, I thought it was incredibly well done by the SEC Network, brought in some of ESPN's college football talent, and, and, and had a lot of eyeballs. We need to keep thinking like that in this environment. Uh, anyone can put things on the Internet. Anyone can be involved in, in distribution. What we want to do is, is create opportunities for a large number of people to be interested in view, whether it's our games or our programming.
7: Right, so let's talk 2024 SEC meeting days. Decided to go to Dallas, welcoming Texas in with open arms. Does that stretch out to five days, or do you keep it at four?
1: We'll keep it at four. We actually attempted to be um, in Dallas uh, three or four years ago. Logistically, things didn't work out in a way that we, we thought could, could, we could make it work. Actually, our, our staff spent a lot of time. Uh, we'll be in downtown Dallas at the Omni Hotel much like this setting here with Radio Row right outside the big media room. I think it sets up from a flow and interest standpoint. We want to light up the Dallas skyline given our our westward movement over the last decade and really over the last three decades from Arkansas to Texas A&M to Oklahoma and Texas uh, uh, in addition to the remaining schools. It'll be a a special four days, but we're going to be as efficient as we can but allow plenty of time for conversation.
7: Now, going on at the same time, in basically the same city, is going to be the Major League All-Star game. How do we get you to throw out the first pitch?
1: Yeah, that probably is not going to happen. (laughs) Uh, I was trying to figure out how to get tickets would be the interesting (laughs) question.
7: All right, let's wrap it up here with Greg Sankey, uh, SEC commissioner. I still get a kick out of these things. I, I still get a kick out of talking to the South Carolina quarterback or the LSU quarterback or the LSU uh, head coach. Some others are jaded. How do you still feel about coming to these SEC media days?
1: One of the privileges that I'm often asked, like, what's my favorite thing about the job? I, I, I truly am privileged to meet special people. Uh, conversations with young people who are on teams pursuing their college degree, seeking to compete at the highest level as student-athletes. They have great stories to tell. And it really um, challenges a lot of these narratives that, that maybe are decades and decades old. What we have is a modern... Uh, person who's very sophisticated, very smart, growing up in this college world. You know, you talk about a Ph.D. student. Um, our coaches are very bright. They've got points they want to communicate. Um, and so just like you experience, I, I'm privileged to be able to interact, and I, I never uh, arrive here not appreciative of the conversations. He's Greg
7: Sankey, SEC Commissioner, on a Thursday afternoon sports show on 103.3 The Goat at the SEC Media Days. Thanks so much, Greg, and uh, enjoy the season. Thank you. Thanks for being here
2: and get your goats there's plenty to go around for everyone 1033 The GOAT, the greatest sports dog
0: of all
4: time.
0: Half price deals are back at seasethedeal.com. This is your opportunity to buy gift certificates for half price. There are only 300 for sale, so when they're gone, they're gone. This week, get a $20 certificate to Market Eats for only $10. Market Eats menu includes selections like burgers, bowls, and Sunday brunch. And now open in two locations, E. Broussard and 1581 South Bernard Road in Broussard. These go on sale this coming Friday beginning at 6 a.m. Remember that there is a limited number available. Seize the deal.com half-off deals. Get yours soon. Market Eats is your local neighborhood eatery and bar that offers original, from scratch, chef-driven creations, all served in a fast, casual environment. Market Eats has delicious burgers, bowls, tacos, and Sunday brunch. Many of their recipes are not your average recipes and were created by owner Brian McLean. Market Eats now has two locations to serve you, the original on eBrusard and the newest location at 1581 South Bernard Road in Broussard and at marketeats.com. Market Eats, fast, casual dining with a local flair.
9: Where are we on the line? It's official. Avery is producing Main Street music days. We need to be ready. We're going to have lots of people. What's the status on the new sound engineer? They need an audio Last technician day. to keep Remember things to level from writing. sound checks to encore. Make sure audio from one stage does not compete with another. Indeed, can help them hire great people fast. I need indeed. Indeed, you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit indeedcom credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job terms and conditions apply
0: dan hicks with paul a. Zinger, welcoming you back to the healthy stand classic and zing she has been absolutely tremendous today but it all comes down to this shot it does dan and you couldn't ask for better conditions 68 degrees just a slight two mile an hour breeze and a uv index of three this is absolutely critical that is right this direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh wow, looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know, looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad spectrum sunscreen. And a generous amount too. Incredible. That was a masterful performance. That was pretty good too. Stand Up to
1: Cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAhealthyStand.org.
9: My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease, causing him to spend the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero Wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon, especially when he was so little. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part of creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how the Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today.
10: Before I was adopted, I felt alone.
3: I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family.
9: I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was
3: going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashona now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted,
9: it was like, wow, I get to settle. And this is permanent.
10: After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be.
3: Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at Dave
8: What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana we call him date eight for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
2: Pardon us. what we butt in with a little common sense. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. It's on a Thursday
7: afternoon sports chat. 1033 The Goat. Brought to you by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International. We're here with Nick Rausch, Kentucky Sports Radio. We'll get into that a little bit later on, but Mark Brooks... uh, Mark Stoops and the Kentucky Wildcats came through SEC media days on
11: a Wednesday. What were your thoughts? Uh, it's a, it's okay, Dave. We we all get our words tongue tied. It's been a long week, but um, we did we did get the chance to meet with Mark Stoops, and uh, it it just kind of feels a little weird almost because it's year eleven, and that's just not something that longevity. Nobody anticipated that when he got here, and nobody anticipated that. You could win by playing hard-nosed defensive football at the University of Kentucky. And that was kind of his overall message was, we strayed from our identity in like 2022. They just got away from it. They weren't physical enough up front, and they didn't respond to adversity. Um, he likes to come in to post games after big win and says, we never flinch." Well, they flinched some last year. Now, two for flinching. You got to get a couple slugs in the arm and pick yourself up by your bootstraps, and he's done it by making some some pretty big changes. Uh, Liam Cohen was obviously the biggest one, but he also completely is overhauling the special teams operation, hired a special teams coordinator, invested some scholarship capital there, um, and then added a bunch of guys from the transfer portal, particularly on that offensive line, because that was the big problem last year. They went from one of the best rushing operations in the SEC to 13th, and then... Gave up more sacks than any Air Power 5 team in the country. Poor Will Levis is still feeling some of those hits right now. So, getting, they've they've seemingly checked all the right boxes this offseason, but now it's like, but is it going to work, right? Are all these things like you've taken the action, what's the result going to be? And we're going to find out here in a couple weeks.
7: You know, let's go back to almost not quite the beginning. So we'll say it was year three, 2015. You know, they were playing the Louisiana Raging Cajuns in a game that the Cajuns almost won. They had tied them up. They couldn't make a stop. Kentucky with a big uh, drive at the end of the ball game Because if he loses that ball game, we may not be sitting here. That season may have gone in the wrong direction. And since that time, Stoops has turned the program around.
11: Well, and he did have one of those. He did take that loss to Southern Miss, which I believe was the year before in 14, Um but yo, oh, and that was one of those games too, where I remember Boom Williams scored on the first play, and you're like, "Oh, Kentucky's running away from this." And then it's the fourth quarter, and you're sweating it out in the stands. But, but like the the margins are thin at the University of Kentucky; they just are. Like your room for error is it's smaller than most places. You got to really thread the needle, um, and they've done that by getting better defensively, raising the four, being able to get off the field in some of those important situations. I mean, there was a time in 2018 against Missouri, they had to get nine. It was either eight or nine straight three and outs to win 15 to 14. They didn't give up a first down in the second half, and it was because of Stoops doing what he knows best, and that's being a hard-nosed Youngstown guy, and and that that worked in the program. That worked, and Kentucky fans love it because it, it does resonate with. That blue-collar message, it resonates with people across the Commonwealth. And even though things didn't go according to plan last year, expectations uh, fell short, people are still they, – they have faith that Mark Stoops can get the course corrected.
7: We're talking with Nick Roush, Kentucky Sports Radio, on a Thursday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. Did the Kentucky football coach actually turn down Florida State? Is that what happened? You probably know more
11: details than I do, but that's what I that's thought. I thought. Well, what we'll say right, okay, all right. but there there was uh, some serious conversations there that i think even at a point that mark stoops might have thought he was going to get that job now it it didn't happen but that that was certainly a turning point because after going through that experience i don't know if he's willing to even test the waters anymore like i got i think he's pretty comfortable in lexington um Not only does he have, you know, he's well paid, right? Like he he, he's got the he's been there for a long time, but like there's also, no offense to some of these SEC towns, but like Lexington is a good place to live. Okay. there's a lot of you know, the horses bourbon. He has a bourbon company. Um, what is that? It's uh, the bourbon is called William Tar R D One Spirits. The I had the 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 you know every bourbon. It's like you have a regular kind, you got a fancy kind. I tried the fancy kind, the fancy William Tar Special Reserve, good stuff. So like, I think the lifestyle aspect of it too. He really enjoys. So is he going to be? Is he retiring here? I don't know. I can see how that plays out, especially knowing, like you know, his dad died coaching, his brother Bob retired early before he had to go through that. I could see him retiring early, um, but he's going to take a swing at this twelve-team playoff in this big SEC. I, I think I think he's going to take one big swing, see if he can get him there. Um, but as far as going elsewhere, I think that Florida State experience might have scarred him and kept him in Kentucky for good. Well,
7: part of being comfortable is is it, it's not championship or bust. It's eight to ten wins and bowl game and bust. And like you said, let's see if if one time we can get the quarterback to come back because that's not a thing anymore in college football. But if you can have the same quarterback two years in a row, forget what. Bo Nix is doing, or Grayson McCall is doing at Coastal Carolina, in the SEC. Jane Daniels is doing it. Spencer Rattler is doing it. If you can get the same quarterback to come back two years in a row, now you may have a
11: shot to take that to the next level. Joe Burrow did it, and it seemed to work out really well for him. Well, in right now we're at a point where I think Kentucky fans too are comfortable. Not just you know, fifteen years ago, I'm saying, or hell, ten, I'm saying yes, seven and five every year, I'm cool with it. Now it's it's uh, this kind of fun roller coaster where it's ten wins. A little underperforming, eight or not ten. You know, it's it's the peaks and valleys. And Kentucky fans are fine as long as that bounce back is around the corner. Um, All
7: right, let's talk about Devin Leary. Uh, gonna have to replace Will Levis. Will Levis had a really good year a couple years ago, had a new offensive coordinator and a lack of offensive line from what you're telling me last season. What does
11: Devin Leary bring to the Wildcats? Well, he gets Will Levis' first play caller that, that, that First and foremost, that part of it, you can't uh, uh, undersell how important that piece of the equation is, getting Liam Cohen back. But the the fun take that is that Le- Leary's a better college quarterback than Levis, which I don't think is fair to Will Levis. But Devin Leary's a different quarterback. The, you don't use the words like. You use completely different adjectives to describe them both. And the ones they use for Leary are ball placement, command, control. Those were Will weakness weaknesses. Will Levis athletic, mobile. Exactly. Strong. Looks like a linebacker, right? First, looks great in shorts, you know? <laughs> um, but with Leary, the ball is going to get where it needs to go. And I just. I have a lot more confidence that on, you know, even if it's second and nine, that, like, you can get it to somebody and make it to third and manageable. Whereas, like, for Will Levis, sometimes the easy stuff just didn't look easy. Things are going to look much easier with Devin Leary and Liam Cohen orchestrating the offense.
7: So how long does it take to get that on the same page? They only got one year, right? So they got to worry about it. We heard, you know, Ben Portnoy from the state tell us, You know, most of Spencer Rattler's interceptions were in the first five games of the season. He had eight, and then he only had three, and that's the difference between thinking about it and being
11: able to react. Well, and what he doesn't have going for him is they're opening against Drake May in North Carolina. Kentucky's getting a little match-in to start the year. They've got some runway. Their first test isn't until week four at Vanderbilt. Is that a test? Well, I mean, they lost to him last year, so you can't scoff at it too much, right? Right. But, but, you know, it'd be like... Your first road test is Vandy. That's an easy – like, they've got some runway to work the kinks out. So I think that that part is huge. The schedule benefits them in that way.
7: We're talking with uh, Nick Roush from Kentucky Sports Radio. Let's talk about this. I mean, the the way we're sitting next to Crane & Company, Jay Crane, and his co-hosts have built something out of nothing, right? He hasn't spent a day on sports talk. He's a a YouTube phenom. Uh, Matt Jones started a website. Uh, been on the radio for a long time. Now he owns a bar and a wrestling <laughs> company. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it been like seeing the growth of Kentucky Sports Radio? Because this was just a website. Oh, He's an attorney. He could have been doing something, you know, important.
11: And now he gets to talk about, you know, whether, you know, Mark Stoops gets to go for it on 4th and 1. The, uh, the wild part is, too, is I've been around for a lot of it. Like, I was one of the first college interns, and I was our third website hire. And, you know, it's just funny when... The website, when we joined on three, it's like, oh, benefits, you know, like, <laughs> what, what are those? So, like, from the pragmatic stuff and the practical stuff to showing up on a game day and you're like, this is our bar and, like, they're here to, like, watch us talk about Kentucky Kentucky football, too. Like, there's just a lot of things where you if you were to tell me that this was going to happen however many years ago, i say, no, no way, no way, which... I don't know if you know this too. Um, there's a there's a Netflix show they did about his wrestling thing that's going to be coming out soon, and I've heard what happened when the cameras were rolling, and there's there's some wild stuff in there. Some only in hillbilly Kentucky wrestling that you could see. Like it is, it's it's going to be something. So, um, you know, just so happy to be here for the ride and appreciate everything Matt's done.
7: He is Nick Roush, Kentucky Sports Radio on a Thursday afternoon sports chat. 103.3 The Goat. Thanks for stopping by. Enjoy
11: the rest of SEC media day. Will do. Appreciate it, Dave. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I want to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And
2: the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The
5: Goat. At the Rustic Renegade, it's all about service Man, the product.
7: We're really particular about the product that we bring in. We bring in product that we buy, we test, we tear it up, we break it. So we're constantly growing our, our inventory. We're constantly expanding it. And if we find something that hey, look, a customer had a problem with this, or we had a problem with it, it goes away. See
0: the latest from great brands like Remington, Ruger, Smith and Wesson, and Springfield Armory USA. Visit the Rustic Renegade and therusticrenegade.com.
9: Yo, babe,
0: this one still needs to be back. The service at Chuck's yeah.
9: car detailing business sure is spotless. Of but new word-of-mouth recommendations leave him short of hands. They don't
0: have an appointment? Uh, just get him in line behind the pickup truck. I'll stay for another couple hours and get it done tonight. Indeed
9: can help him hire great people fast.
0: I need Indeed.
9: Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
5: Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley welcoming you back to Susan's Cubicle here on Accounts Payable. What an afternoon of non-stop bookkeeping action, Charles. Are you kidding me? She set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails while getting her heart rate up and moving her muscles. Healthy habits that could lower your risk of cancer. Uh Uh-oh, it's Karen from the IT department. This is a wrinkle no one saw coming. She means well, but she just derailed the yoga class down in accounts receivable. There she goes with one of her usual distractions. But Susan just tosses her a no look way. That's a crazy move. Let's watch that again. She's stretching. And there's the effortless side wave. Panona putting on a clinic? Susan from Accounts Payable. Dominate Just get moving. It helps in the prevention of so many cancers. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help
1: you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org.
9: St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children.
6: It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927,
9: St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today.
11: It just isn't the same without a lion. Join the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance today. Visit SDZWA.org.
3: We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the LHSAA, are the 110,000 high school sports students in Louisiana. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org.
6: The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment, access to the veterans' benefits they've earned, accessible homes and vehicles, and access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PDA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. Don't let someone get your goat.
2: There's plenty to go around for everyone. 103.3 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time.
8: 1033 the goat you're tuned in to Sports Chat with Dave Schultz Sports Chat with Lynn Burton <laughs> That's what we're going to do tomorrow it's going to be Sports Chat with Dave Schultz and then I'm going to do like a squiggly line Sports Chat with Lynn Burton right here on 1033 the goat we want to thank Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrews, a division of Hub International, for sponsoring Dave's voyage to Nashville for Sports, cha- uh, for sports Chat Live at SEC Media Days. And look, um, we know, hold on, let me, I got to get the other sheet. Dave usually has all these sheets in front of him. Um, look, we know that, you know, a lot of people listen to this. And if you're a business out there and you want to advertise on 103.3 The Goat, it's a whole new ball game on 103.3 The Goat. And now is the time to get your company's message out to Acadiana. If you want to be like Dwight, um, Dwight Andrews, the division of Hub International, Lafayette Roofing, we've got the only local programming on your morning drive to work with Inside the Huddle with Lynn Burton and Sports Chat with Dave Schultz in the ride home. We're the only place in Acadiana where you can hear the Louisiana Raging Cajuns and the New Orleans Football Saints on the radio. Call the hotline at 269 1077 or email us at 1033thegoat at gmail.com for more information to advertise on 1033thegoat, the best sports talk. And, Katie Anna, look, Inside the Huddle is looking for some sponsors. Hit me up if you want to uh you know advertise on Inside the Huddle. Like I said, at 1033thegoat at gmail.com or you hit me up at Burton 294 at hotmail.com since that's my show you can hit me up on my personal email if you want but we have the final interview of the day with frankie frangie coming at you live right now from sec media days on 1033 let's
7: go at SEC Media Days on a yacht rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat one zero three three the goat the man responsible at least one of them for me being here is the voice of the Jaguars as it turns out he's Frank Frangie on ten ten XL in Jacksonville one day while producing his show he decided to take off Black Friday and he let me do it and came back on Monday and said maybe you could do
4: this moving forward uh frank always good to catch up thank you so much great to see you dave and you do, do it, it you do it very well i was right i got that one right so but it's uh it's great to see you. it's fun to be here at the uh, media days all right what do you make of media day so far florida's coming through today Sabin came through earlier as well well for florida and that's the team that's why we're here um i, I don't remember them ever being this irrelevant Florida is uh, probably going to get picked fifth in the East, which will be the lowest they've been picked, Dave, since they since they've had media days. Media days started in '85, so so we'll see. I think Billy Napier is good, though. I think he's going to be a good recruiter. I think he's gonna he's gonna get good players. Uh, it's going to take time. Fans have to be patient. We can't be in this uh, in this coach two years, don't win enough games, fire we'll we get the next guy mode because that'll never work. But I think he's going to be the right guy. Uh, Saban came through. Nick was interesting. He's not the guy with the target, is he? Uh, Kirby, Kirby Smart's got the target on his back. It's always Nick. But now look, Alabama was always in the mix. We know that. But I thought Nick looked loose, comfortable, happy. There was no. It almost like the weight of the world was off his shoulders. It was an v- interesting Nick. He's going to be 72 this year. He looks like he's about 50. And he's going to do it forever. So it was kind of fun watching him today. All right, let's talk about
7: Florida. Obviously, you know, a lot of Louisiana and Cajun fans, big fans of Billy Napier. What happened uh, last year? They got off to a good start with a win over Utah with a goal line stand. What happened after that?
4: I think probably I've watched that program my, my whole career, Dave. I graduated from Florida in 1980, so I've watched this stuff for a long time. Uh, I think Florida had less talent on the speed spots, and I'm counting defensive line there, as they have had in my lifetime. They just weren't very good. In in college football, and you know this, you need quarterback and defensive line. If you have quarterback and defensive line, you can make the rest of it work. Quarterback was okay. Anthony Richardson, fourth overall pick in the draft, he was erratic. The defensive line, the linebackers, didn't run. And if you don't run in this league, you have no chance. So they were awful defensively. Billy inherited a mess. He won't tell you that because he's a classy guy and he's a respectful guy and he's a good guy and he's a good coach. He inherited a disaster. The facilities were not good. There was not an infrastructure with regard to recruiting and player development. Uh, he, he has rebuilt all of that. He's rebuilt the personnel. He's rebuilt the facilities. Now he has to rebuild the roster. That's the final part. He's going to be okay. Fans just have to be patient. We can't be in this mode. I said it earlier. We can't be in this mode where the guy loses seven games. Now he loses six games. So let's fire him and bring in the next guy. It never works. It never works. And hopefully uh, people understand that. I'm talking to Frank Frangi from
7: 1010XL in uh, Jacksonville. All right, so when Billy came to Louisiana and to Lafayette, he's like, we're going to just, we got enough talent here. We can go 300 miles. We want families to be able to come to the game, and we're going to recruit there. He doesn't have to do that to Florida, but that makes it more difficult. How does he approach recruiting in Florida when, all right, in Louisiana he's got to go up against LSU. He can ignore that because they're getting different players, obviously. But now you're competing with the Florida States, the Miamis,
4: and the Georgias, and the Alabamas, and probably others as well. Recruiting will always start with regionality. That's why Florida and Georgia and Alabama and LSU are always going to be better than Iowa and Iowa State and Michigan and Nebraska because they have more. You're closer to the volume of players. So being able to recruit Florida players to Florida is a big deal, but but it's changed now. Dave, recruiting is national. Uh, the the most important recruit in Florida's next class, DJ Lagway, the five-star quarterback, is from Texas. Uh, you're going to see that now. The portal, Graham Mertz is coming in. He just played at Wisconsin. So. More than ever, recruiting is national. Not as national as basketball. Basketball recruiting isn't local at all. It's totally national. Football is closer to that than it has ever been. So, But you're right. The point you're making is right. If, you, if you're the Florida coach and you got a leg up on the Florida players, you're going to be okay. The interesting thing is when you're Florida, it used to be, can you beat FSU and Miami for the recruit? Well, now you got to beat Alabama and LSU and Ohio State for the recruit. So it's more national than it's ever been. But you're right. If you get a foothold in your state, you got a pretty good chance.
7: Let's talk about Graham Mertz. What are we expecting out of him? Billy had a really good college football quarterback in Levi Lewis. Really didn't turn the ball over, and I think they had a stretch of nine straight games without turning the ball over. And shocker of all
4: shocks, they won each one of those ball games. What are we expecting out of Mertz? I that. I don't think he's gonna play above the X's and O's. And we don't know because we haven't seen him, you know. Everyone wants to guess at what Graham Mertz is. We haven't, he played at Wisconsin. We've seen tape and we've seen highlights on YouTube, because you can YouTube anything nowadays. But nobody really knows. I think he's gonna be what you said. My guess is Billy's gonna to want a to, guy to take care of the ball. Montrell Johnson, who you know, people in Louisiana know, is a really good back. Trevor Etienne, the other backs are really good back. They got a kid named Cam Carroll who's from Tulane. So, so they've got good running backs. Uh, they're going to play better defense. Take care of the ball and don't beat yourself. I think that's what Graham Mertz is going to have to be. Look, he started 36 games as a college player. So it's not going to be too big for him. He's played at Ohio State. He's played all over. So, so going any, no matter where he plays, it's not going to be something he hasn't seen before. Take care of the ball. Don't, don't get yourself beat. I think that's the real key for Graham Mertz, and I'm hoping. Yeah, we haven't seen him, but I'm guessing and hoping that's kind of what he'll be. All right, so Georgia is going to be everyone's favorite for uh, the East. Who's number two? Yeah, yeah. In the East, I think Tennessee will be two. Tennessee's pretty good. Uh, they've done a really good job there. I think they play at a level that uh, they play with a with a with a speed offensively, speed and how fast they play. Josh Heupel knew what he was doing. They play fast. They play differently than you can defend or you can practice against. They'll be second. Then it's interesting. Some people still will vote Florida third because of the logo. Some people will vote Kentucky third because they've they've become upwardly mobile. And they have Devin Leary now from NC State. Um, Some people really like what South Carolina's doing. Spencer Rattler's back. Shane Beamer's a a likable guy. So I think it's Georgia-Tennessee than anybody's guess. My guess is you'll see Georgia-Tennessee... Kentucky, South Carolina, and Florida. I'm guessing Florida will be fifth, which is lower than they've ever been picked here.
7: We're talking to Frank Frangie from 1010XL in uh, Jacksonville. So you've been coming to these SEC media days a long time. We've had Tony Bonhart on, Mr. College Football, yesterday. His first one was 1989.
4: I presume it was you and him. I was here in '88, and I tell everybody that, including Tony, that I beat him here. So I've been here. I've been here since 1980, but I've, been, I've missed a couple along the way. I don't think he has. They started in '85, and I was, and I started covering college football. I was a high school writer until '88, when I got to start covering college. And ever since, I've been covering college athletics. Yeah, so '88 was my first one. I've missed one or two, but not very many. I've been to just about all of them since 1988. Do you think it drags out? We'll try a different way. you think it expands to five days next year when we're in Dallas with Texas and Oklahoma? I don't think so. Four days is a long time. Five days is a long time. You know, what we do now is three, four, four, three. Now you'll have four days of four teams. So I think you can add a fourth team the first day and a fourth team the fourth day. I can't imagine they want you here five days. I, I, I would imagine it'll be, it'll be, again, there's three teams the first day. Four the second, four to third, and then three teams the, third day, the fourth day. I would imagine you'll have four teams all four days. I can't imagine they do it any differently.
7: And for those who don't
4: know, maybe probably in my audience don't, uh,
7: Frank is a huge Pirates fan. We'll get to Paul Skeens here in a minute. But I don't know if you saw, you know, usually SEC media days is in the smack dab in July when nothing else is going on. Nothing. Because it's always the week after the Major League All-Star game. Next year, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game is the same week as SEC Media Days. Do you already have your
4: tickets? (laughs) I don't yet, but I will tell you that many years, the All-Star Game is the same week. Oh, okay. Many years. It just doesn't happen to be in the same town. But been, right. been, been many years, it's been okay. many years that it's been the same week. So, um, so yeah. So, the, in fact, up until the last couple of years, it's always been that way. So, no, but I'm going to get them. Okay, I will be at Media Days, and I will find my way into that game. I can promise you that. I'm, you're right. I'm a diehard baseball fan, and as you know, a die-hard Pirates fan. And the, the Pirates took Paul
7: Skeens, the, the pitcher out of LSU. You want Wyatt Langford because you're a Florida homer, but I
4: think they got a good one. I will tell you this: I Skeens was the pick. Sure. There was a side of me that wanted Langford because I wanted – I'm a Gator fan and a Pirates fan, and I wanted to watch my college guy play for my pro team. But Skeens was the pick. I'll tell you this. I'll bet you he pitches in the big leagues next year. I think – would not be surprised to see them give him a taste of it even this year, but I'll bet he pitches in the big leagues next year. And, I, and I mean, I'm not saying he'll be in the rotation uh, out of spring training, but he's big, he's, he's smart, his preparation is off the chart. He knows how to prepare. He knows – he knows what to do. Uh, he's probably you, you worry about a pitcher blowing his arm. I mean, elbow injuries are. But he's a guy that is prepares so hard and knows what he's doing that I'll bet you, Dave, he is pitching for the Pittsburgh Pirates at PNC Park by next June. I would, I'll go as far as say I'd be surprised if he's not. All right, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you
7: about the Jaguars. You know, when I was back there in Jacksonville, it was Brunel, Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith, Keenan McCardell, uh, Donovan Darius. Now it's Trevor Lawrence and company. What was that playoff game like? Because I'm certainly – I went back and listened to your call, and it got louder and louder and more excitable
4: uh, as uh, as the Jaguars completed that comeback over the Chargers. I, I will tell you, the off-season excitement is probably um, at a higher level than it's been any time since those days you were there, I I can tell you, you know, we were good in seventeen, won the division, probably one game, one play from the Super Bowl. Well, they were good when Garrard was the, was the thing, but they had to deal with the Steelers and the Patriots. Right, right, but they but seventeen, they were an eyelash from the Super Bowl, and uh, and but it didn't feel sustainable. They had guys that the culture wasn't right. You just didn't feel like it was heading in the right direction. Doug Marone's a good guy, was a good coach, but the mix of players wasn't great. This one's sustainable. Trevor Lawrence is just getting started. Doug Peterson's a really good coach who's built a culture. He's rebuilt the culture there. Uh, there's a lot of young players. They've got most of them signed for the long haul. It looks like this could, ha- this could be the way they are for a long time. Now, listen, everybody thinks that. But in the NFL, I always tell you, c- quarterback and D-line, in the NFL quarterback and coach, I think they've got that. Think about this, Dave. The teams that have figured out quarterback and coach, the Patriots with, obviously, Brady and Belichick, uh, the Saints with Breeze and Sean Payton, uh, the, the Dungy and Peyton Manning, when you figure out quarterback and coach together, you're good for a long time. and Not just you, you're good for a long time, and I think they've gotten that. I think they're, uh, barring something f- unforeseen, they will be one of the better teams for the next four, five, ten years. Now, uh, something unforeseen. And one of the better teams doesn't I mean you ever get there. The AFC is brutal, man. I mean, they, it is a brutal conference. Try to tell me which quarterback doesn't make the playoffs. Correct. It's a brutal conference. But it's nice to be one of those, not on the outside looking in. So uh, they've got a chance to be pretty good as the years move on. He's Frank Frangie, voice of the Jacksonville Jaguars, an afternoon show host on
7: 1010XL in Jacksonville. Always great catching up with you, Frank. Thanks so much for everything. We'll talk to you again soon.
4: Okay, Dave. Thanks for having me.
0: Keeping your kids safe is a full-time job, whether it's putting on outlet covers, installing child gates, or (coughs) gluing down your priceless face. So Duracell made one part of childproofing simple. Our lithium coin batteries are the only ones coated in a non-toxic bitterant to help discourage swallowing. Your kit is safer, and you've got one less thing to worry about. Or glued down. Duracell.
6: Engineered for more. Available in 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.
0: If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto
6: Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill.
0: See
2: why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter
6: get a quality candidate within the
2: first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E.
9: Are you ready to smell better naked? I'm Dr. Shannon Klingman, the OBGYN creator of Lumi, the whole body deodorant that's clinically proven to control odor for 72 hours on pits, feet, privates, and beyond. It's pH optimized to safely and effectively control odor anywhere you have it but wish you didn't. Plus, it's proven to work better than a shower with soap alone. Whether you shower twice a day or three times a week, Lumi works better. And did we mention it's aluminum free? With over 200,000 five-star reviews, I'm so sure you're going to love it or you can return it for
3: free. There's a special offer for listeners. Use code 500 and get an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack that comes with a solid stick, cream tube, free product of your choice, and ships free with code 500. L-U-M-E deodorant.com, code 500 for an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack. Love it or return it for free. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com, code 500.
6: The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear, accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities.
10: Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost 6 million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military
3: veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. <laughs> I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger, some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. I'm Shinola Hampton. I support the Feeding America Network of Food Banks because they help provide over six billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org.
2: Mess with the goat. You'll get the horns, then the butt. Because that's what goats do. 1033. The goat.
8: Let's vibe, let's vibe, let's vibe, let's vibe, let's vibe. you Ha riding. <laughs> Having a good time. Sports chat with Dave Charles. Hold on, we gotta let him sing. The boss is away, so Lyndon will play. <laughs> let's have a good time. And be sure you don't want to miss Friday. Phone lines are open all day, all day Friday. Also, we're going to remove the t- the one-call rule only on Friday because I want to have fun with you guys. So let's have some good time on Friday. And, uh, yeah, we got to wait for him to start singing. Come on, Billy Ocean. What you doing? Uh, Billy Ocean taking too long. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Billy Ocean taking too long. But yes, like I said, be sure to tune in to Sports Chat with Dave Schultz. (laughs) Rewind. Actually, Sports Chat with Lynn Burton. Tomorrow, uh, my co-host will be my guy who I podcast with. My guy Lil Reg, a.k.a. uh, uh, Reg Rito. He'll be coming on the show, and uh, he'll be my co-host for tomorrow. We have three amazing guests tomorrow. David Grubb. Chris Rosvoglu and Jake Madison in that order. Uh, well, not in that order. It'll start off with Jake. David will be in the 4 o'clock hour, and we'll finish up with Chris. And, yeah, man, phone lines will be open. We'll, we'll, you'll be able to call more than once. I'm super excited, so make sure you all tune in. Also tune into Inside the Huddle. We're going to be doing our top 10 uh, Fridays as well as Chris Connor will be coming on the show, so you don't want to miss it. But that's all the time we have for today. Again, want to thank Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus. Um, and Dwight Andrus. Hold on, why am I blanking? Oh, and Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International. want to thank y'all for sponsoring Sports Chat with Dave Schultz at SEC Media Days. Until tomorrow, y'all have a good one, and peace!
9: an established agency with two locations in Lafayette on Energy Parkway and Congress Street and one in New Roads. The Ernie Insurance Agency specializes in car, home, and business insurance. At Ernie Insurance, they have your best interests in mind and provide the highest level of customer service.
8: You can simply request an insurance quote online at ernyins.com or give them a call at 234-6246. They will help you find the right combination of tailored, personalized insurance coverage at just the right price to fit your needs.
3: This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others.
6: I'm at the scene of the collision. And
3: the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See, we didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Paid for by NHTSA.
5: Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
10: Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost 6 million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your
3: caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
10: Every second counts in a poison emergency. That's why Poison Help is standing by 24-7 to provide free assistance in over 100 languages. Save Poison Help as a contact in your phone today. Poison Help.
2: 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's
0: the one. K277 DQ
2: Lafayette. 1420 KPEL Lafayette.